Yo. What up, dude? What's up, baby? Nothing much. How you doing today? I'm all right. <clears throat> they heard that fucking COVID, baby. Hell yeah. Did you test positive or what? Uh, <coughs> no. <laughs> test positive for AIDS. Yeah. And GM, GA. <coughs> you got it now. You're welcome. Can you hear me pretty good? Yeah, I can hear you really good, dude. Really? Yeah, can you hear me pretty good? I can hear you really good. I want to see you really good. Tonight? Warzone? Right now, Warzone. Me and you. Should we, tell the people, should we tell the people how we met? Yeah, bro. You want to do it or me? I'll do <laughs> it. Me. You do it. All right. Uh, One second, I have to drink a little bit of some, uh, what am I drinking today? Alcohol? Vitamin water. Oh. Oh, fuck. Yeah, I feel like shit, dude. It's been a good day, but I still feel like shit. Didn't even get to go to work. The guy at the COVID testing place literally penetrated my nose with uh, one of those cotton swab glizzies. It was like a nine-inch. It was a nine-inch? Yeah. They only gave me that six-incher. I guess I don't have a big nose. Nah, dude. You're not doing it right. You know what's weird, though? (coughs) (coughs) Fuck. Oddly satisfying. It felt kind of good. It didn't feel good in the moment, but way later, because I've been stopped up, it cleared a hole so I can like breathe perfect through a little, little hole through my left nostril now. You know what will help you with that? <clears throat> Coke. If you lick my butthole. Where you at? Want <laughs> <laughs> to know something funny? Yeah. So I'm at the bar and I'm with my girl, and this guy I know uh, walks up to me. And he's like, you want some? And I was like, what? And he had his hand out like he was showing me something. I looked down, it was nasal spray. And I was like, what? But I was drunk. And I was like, I looked at her and I was like, should I do it? And she's like, no. With her eyes. You know how you can tell what they're saying with their eyes? Yeah. <coughs> she was saying, fuck no, actually. And then I was like, hmm, all right. So I did like two things. I thought about it later. I was like, man, what if there was Coke in that? Because I had a really good night. So I was like, hmm, good guy. So, like, when she looked at you, did she, like, tuck her face down and then look up with her eyes, kind of, no? And then oh, say, like, like a nice little scene from a movie? Yeah, like that, That you know, when they eyeball you, it's kind of like, you know, I really want to do it, but, like, I she's won't. saying no, so now I'm going to do it, you know? Yeah. Well, she took too long. It's like a one-second rule you got to apply, right? Yeah. That's fair. But uh, Sometimes the millisecond rule. <laughs> That's all you get, baby. But, yeah, we met through Warzone randomly and i was like this dude's pretty cool and then we started playing together and we've been gaming together now for how long would you say like a month yeah like a month but it's really cool because like sometimes when you can't get with friends especially like during covid you can like still interact with them like virtually you know yeah i'll be coming down <laughs> to texas before long though so we'll, we'll meet <laughs> this time we'll actually hang out and i want to get a late invite to dallas at uh 10 30 was it yeah to meet all the gay bars <laughs> yeah, he was like, dude, where should I go? I'm never in Dallas. I was like, oh, I got you. Looked up gay bars. Like, there you go, man. He was like, all right, bet. <laughs> hey, you had a good night, though, right? Yeah, bro, I got so many free drinks. <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> the way I think about it, I've told you about this before. Like, people have a problem with gay people. I'm like, you're tripping. Like, there's a lot of gay dudes out there. Dress good. Smell good. Kiss better. Uh, suck a mean dick. Yeah, suck a mean dick. But, uh, and like. Dude, that's just less competition, you know? And every time I accidentally see a gay, like, a, a gay dick on Twitter or something, it's always big. And I'm like, man, 
Thank you for being gay. <laughs> <laughs> you have my girl on the instant, dog. Oh, bro. I just see him and I'm like, wow, like the hips on that man, he's just been thrusting all day. Oh, he's beating some poor guy's cheeks. Someone's son's cheeks. Some some preacher's son's cheeks, dude. Just... <laughs> yeah. Would you rather your son, like, if he was gay, to be giving or taking or both? Because that's like a that's nice to do. I feel like. Yeah, I feel like uh, in a relationship, it takes a lot of a give, give and takes. Take. Yeah, so, yeah. So I, I think it would. I'd rather him give and take rather than just one or the other. That's true. That's very true. You know? But uh, so you have no idea what this podcast is going to be about, right? Yeah, you I ready? do. I'm ready. All right, so I'm gonna title it. These are my confessions. You know, like uh, usher and shit. Yeah. <clears throat> All right, so uh, let me. Do you want to read some of them, and I'll read some of them, or what do you want? How do I pull it up? I can't find it. Okay, so let me. One sec, guys. You want to sing a song, Larson, while I uh, look for it? Yeah. Amazing grace. How sweet. How sweet. The what? The sound. That's right. Yeah, how sweet. Uh huh. Oh, rich. Like who, baby? Like me. Yeah, sing it, brother. I have one. <coughs> Where are you now? I'm found. That's right. All right, I just sent it to you. I'm going to start reading some. And then whenever you want to start reading, let me know. <coughs> First one, your mom. <laughs> I hate Jacob Nunez. He's annoying. That, that's fair. Fucking bitch. Not the person who put it, but my mom, you know, for doing that. It's yeah, like a reverse, reverse psychology. And then um, I wonder who this could be. He's Julian. I want to eat your ass while we talk about the old days, daddy. Man, dude, he's he sounds like a good dude. What about Owen, dude? You know him? dude? Owen goes hard. He says, I miss when we used to make out in the shower. <laughs> Me too, Owen. Me too. I miss that. There's a funny story behind that. So uh, all my white friends, they always say Owen. They'll say it like weird. Like, you know, everyone has that one like thing they just randomly say. Like, like an inside joke. Yeah. So they always be like, Owen. So anyways, that's my buddy Heath. This is a dumbass. Called him out. So this one time he was showering in my uh, in my apartment, right? <clears throat> Maintenance guy comes because I forgot to put in a request. He's like, "Is anyone in the shower?" I said, "Nope." <laughs> He's in there, butt naked, showering. And <laughs> to be, oh, let me give some good descriptions. So maintenance guy, probably like like two twenty, just big big guy. What you would think a maintenance guy looks like, right? Yeah, kind of rough around the edges, kind of scruffy. Uh, shaved, but like, if if uh if you were if he was one of your cousins and you had a kid, you'd probably be like, yeah, don't don't hang out with Uncle uh, Billy, you know? Yeah, don't ever go over to his house. He might he might do some things I can never forgive type thing. Yeah. He might like you, and then you might be gay for the rest of your life, and then you might have to give and take a little bit. Give and take, baby, and that's just a whole process right there. But uh, anyways, yeah, uh, go in there. He went in there, and he heard the shower running. Like, there's no way he can walk into a little, like, an apartment-sized shower uh, restroom, right? Not here fucking running. He goes in there, he starts working. He's big ass. He's also a big dude. 
big uh like six two, just you know, standard standard uh Winthorpe's white boy. He walks out, he looks at me and I look at him and he's I just started dying. I was like, dude, why are you showering? The maintenance guy's working. <laughs> uh uh, great. Did they make out though? Is that that's what I want to know. The which one? Did they make out? Uh, I think what they did. Think? I think they did. But uh, this one's an autobiography right here. Jacob Nunez, my name. I try to suck myself off all the time. Am I gonna lie to you? I'm, I don't think I've ever tried it. Man, when I was younger, everyone gets that weird stage when they're younger. Like, damn, I hope nobody finds out about this. Then you get older, you're like, fuck it. Yeah, I, I remember I heard that one guy got his bottom ribs removed so he could do it. Marilyn Manson, so he could do it to Marilyn. himself all the time. And I was low-key like, man, that'd be nice because then there wouldn't be a reason to have a woman around. You know, I could just get my ribs removed and save myself a lot of money in the long run. That's true. So, you ready for this question follow-up? Yeah. <clears throat> so, giving yourself a hand job, not gay, right? Because it's your own penis. Right? No, nah, I, think, I think that's still considered homosexual. What if you use your dominant hand like a man? Uh, no, it's not homosexual at all, dude. Okay, so what do you give yourself, Hedge? Because it's like, it's still a dick, but it's your dick. Same category, dude. Not good. Yeah, that's true. You well, swallow? Like, let, me, let, me, uh, let me follow your question up with this. Yes, mm-hmm. I would. You know, for <laughs> the kids, you know. Uh, if you're in prison and mm-hmm. you suck a dick, and then you get out of prison and you don't suck a dick anymore, are you gay? Mm, so you're saying like once you do it you have to keep doing it so it's not like you know what I mean yeah damn I don't know it's like gay for the say is what they say you know what I'm saying if people know about it then you might as well be gay that's how I feel about it yeah that's true well it could also be like when you're in a different city you're a tourist but at home you're not a tourist so I feel like that's a pretty good yeah you gotta try the things that prison has to offer if you go you know? it's not bad no good food Good uh, dick to suck. Yeah, that's true. I always thought about it. This is what I would do. Three things. You ready? If I go to prison? One, be the craziest motherfucker in there. Just fucking just like bite some dude's ear off like fucking uh, Mike Tyson. Just spit on everyone. Probably get the shit beat out of me by all the other guys. Or nasty motherfucker. Never shower. Just like just nasty, nasty. Like you ever seen a booty thing? Yeah. Uh, dirty, dirty D's like dirty D, you dirty motherfucker. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and he washes him, and he's ah. <laughs> That'd be me, or just get fucking jacked. No, 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 that doesn't help you that much. I think just yeah, crate. No, yeah, just get fucking huge, and just look yeah, scary, and then fight one guy that's like a top dog, and hopefully you know something happens. You you want to hear a crazy story? Hmm. Off topic, well, on topic, not prison, but I went to Cleveland County, which is in Norman, Oklahoma. It's a, well, it's Cleveland County, but Norman's in Cleveland County, so are a couple other cities. Mm-hmm. I got arrested there one time. For what? And, uh, so I was, I can't, I was driving somebody else's car. Mm-hmm. He didn't have insurance on his car, so they took me to jail, impounded the car, and then I had warrants <laughs> underneath my name for uh, like oh, oh wow. Grand three grand in unpaid this is when i was dealing drugs for like three grand in unpaid speeding tickets and uh they held me for like two weeks but cleveland county has open cell policy so it's like it's a pod where 24 people sleep and it's all open and day and night uh probably the size how big is your bedroom pretty small come on dude You, you know how big it is 
Okay. Yeah. So it's about the size of your full apartment. Uh-huh. And, <laughs> I got uh, a house now, the... actually. Fun fact. Well, probably about the size of the apartment. And uh, uh-huh. whenever I last met you and got that good old Jake time. Yeah. yeah. But uh, there was this guy. I first got there. And uh, <clears throat> I, I used to think I was a crip because I sold drugs to him. And they gave me protection. I was never in a gang, though. And uh, <clears throat> I was repping whenever I was in there. And I'm some crazy white boy. And I found these guys that were actually pretty cool with me and told me that gang was not gang violence was not the way. And. But there was this guy in the corner when I first got there, and he was, like, doing karate and shit, bro. Talk, like, oh, shit. Like, like, acting crazy. And uh, and uh, we were playing cards one morning for ramen noodles, and I looked <laughs> yeah. up. And it, this was, like, six days later. And every day from when we had to wake up in the morning at 6 a.m. all the way till 8 o'clock at night before we had to go to bed, he was doing this in the corner of the room. I mean, beating the crap out of a pole. And oh, shit. Uh, one day I looked up and I asked the guy across from me, I said, how long has he been here? He's like, two months. I said, well, does he do that every day? He said, yeah, he's been doing that ever since the first day he walked in here. They pulled him in for being high on LSD in the street and acting crazy, and he's been doing it ever since. And uh, long story short, one day I was getting my tray, and I walked past him, and he did like this fucking crazy swan kick or something to kick the tray out of my hands. Bro, and now everybody's looking at me, you know, and they're like, well, you know, you can't, you can't just let him not. Yeah. So when he got his tray of food after he stopped doing his karate for a little bit and went to go eat, I took his tray of food and I looked at him and I said, if you get the fuck up, I'm going to beat your ass. Well, he stood up and, uh, I don't think he knew karate at all. Cause, uh, I boxed and I did Muay Thai for a long time and I did a flying knee uh, just at the start of the fight and hit him directly in the jaw and he started seizing up on the ground and uh did it make you feel good no it made me feel crappy <laughs> because i think this guy there's this tactics right there's a book on going into prison and it talks about there's certain types of people and he was one of the people that was so scared shitless that people would harm him that he was doing all this crazy stuff to make people stand for, yeah to like sh- you know try to scare people off and be like, I don't, I don't uh, care about pain. Yeah, kind of thing. Like, you can beat me up if you want to. Well, whenever he was released back into the pod, uh, this is right before I left. He, uh, he came to me and apologized to, for kicking the tray out of my hands and said it never happened again. And I got bailed out actually that night. My grandpa came and paid all my warrants. But yeah, the moral of the story is, is if you're gonna act hard in prison, you know, at least be hard yeah yeah don't don't (laughs) do something and and like he should have just sat down and let me take his food you know like at that point if you don't know what you're doing i probably i'm six foot tall and i probably weighed 175 at the time that's about what i boxed at 170 and uh and he just did not stand i just knew you know and and confidence is a lot going into fights like that i just oh yeah you gotta be sure of yourself yeah and follow through yeah yeah, well, no. As soon as I threw that knee, though, I saw the look in his face. And I was like, yeah, you're going to get knocked the fuck out. Like, you're, you're done. <laughs> this, is, this is over for you. But, yeah, don't go to prison acting one of those type of ways. Just be who you are. And if you get raped, you get raped. There's nothing you can do about it. Maybe you'd be better for it. Yeah, maybe you'll learn how to be a you person know, in society. Yeah, a normal person in society that gets raped by businesses every day. Yeah, that's true. That's beautiful. Uh, yeah, dude, prison's wild. It's like, 
I always like watching like uh, <clears throat> prison documentaries and stuff. I'm like, man, I don't think I can make it in there. Like, I'm just too nice. And like, I have to come over and shit. And, like, I would get fucked. I would get flipped out, dogged out and shit. I hope I wouldn't. I'd probably just like, you know, pull a fucking, uh, you ever seen, uh, what's that? Uh, think about this for a second. The one where it's so, and you do frame. And then Morgan Freeman. You know what I'm talking about? No, I don't. Where he buys Shawshank. the Shawshank Yeah, Sha- yeah, Shawshank. And then that dude gets out, but he's in, he's been in there so long that he's like, uh, I forget what it's called. Uh, he doesn't know how to go back to normal life. He's like, yeah, he can't coop, and then he just fucking hangs himself. Yeah, I feel like in that situation, everybody has like that. I mean, it's human nature, right? I studied psychology in college, and and everybody has this kill or be killed switch when you're put in that uh, situation. Run, fight, fight. yeah, yeah. And ninety percent of the population is going to try to run because you know they have this whole picture of everything set down on TV that these guys are, but they're human, they're flesh and blood, just like me and you. And if you get put in that situation, you got to know that. He's going to bleed if I hit him, and I'm going to bleed if he hits me, so I better hit him a lot harder than he hits me. Yeah, you know? that count. Exactly. You ever seen, uh, what's that movie, American Psycho? Yeah, I've seen American Psycho. Have you lived it? Because that sounds like you. I think I have. Right? <laughs> and, uh, I came Bro- back, but I lost all sanity at one point in my life. Jesus. Like that scene where he's outside with the chainsaw, just butt naked, blood on him and shit. No, no, I've not done that. But hmm. well, you're not living I, life. I, guess. I was, uh, I was uh, cooking meth in a trailer, and uh, I had a fiance at the time who was going to college, and uh, she was staying with me, and I had a AA-12 shotgun with a bump stock and a 45 round or 46. No, it's 48 round uh, mag. It's just hmm. a drum mag. And I was laying underneath my trailer because I had a trap door made for people that were trying to, like, come steal my stuff. And she knew nothing about it. I had, like, half the trailer tarped up. And I told her that there was uh, some sort of, like, bed bug infestation. I don't remember correctly because it's been so long. But I told her there was some sort of bug infestation on that side of the uh, trailer. So there was no way we could go over there. I had it marked off so when the people came to clean it, they could get the bugs out. But they never came, long story short. And uh, one night I'm sitting there and I've been out for about two weeks and I see these people running through my trailer, which, you know, when you're sleep deprived and you're high on methamphetamine, people are not 90% of the time, not real. They're what you call shadow people. And I just started fucking blasting my shotgun. I mean, all 48 rounds and my shoulder got dislocated about round 36 and I just kept shooting. Sure. It's just popping back into place and out of place and into place. Well, I get. I don't remember. I I just remember whenever I got from underneath the the trailer, I was holding the shotgun in my left hand and my right my right arm was just completely like hanging down. Yeah, and uh, I looked my my fiance screaming, "What the fuck is going on?" And blah blah blah. This and that. She she ended up leaving that night. But uh, turn moral of the story is they were not there to begin with, and I emptied a forty eight round. None. Of my, I lived in the country, so none of my neighbors called the police or anything. Just regular. Yeah, and I, and I still didn't stop doing what I was doing after that. You know, that still wasn't like a 
her leaving me, me just flipping out and going completely insane was not enough for me to stop at that point in my life. How old are you? 24. 24. You lived a long life. A crazy life, dude. It seems like I'm, I should be 50, dog. How do you know you're not? I don't know. I could be, and I could just age real slowly. Benjamin Buttons. Nephew. Mm, that's true. That's what I am. I just <laughs> age backwards. <laughs> so anyways, uh, back to the stories. Uh, not Mario's cousin, which is my roommate. Dude, your roommate Mario is such a cuck. He'll punch little kids. Punches little kids and steals Capri Suns from the fridge. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> you I, want I no think, shame. I think that might be Mario's cousin. Nah, there's no way. Where, no where's way. The uh, he probably stole his Capri Sun. That's why he's so mad at him right now. It's or maybe he punched, punched his son or something. Is that a vape? Yeah, it's a vape. Yeah, <laughs> you can hear the, the crackling. Uh, so this one's Papa Bear. <laughs> Slept with my girlfriend's cousin when we broke up. Till this day, she didn't know. LOL. Hashtag pussy familiar. <laughs> <laughs> well, Papa Bear is a savage, bro. He probably never had sex in his entire life. No, probably and not. The way he spelled that is crazy. That's what about damn. what about Bill, though? I mean, Bill, Bill, people, he's going off right here. He says, all I can think about is Jake's ass on my dick. <laughs> oh. He makes me so wet. Wet emoji face. God. I do that's a good emoji to go with wet though. He forgot the little wet droplet though. When you know when you when you type, it gives yeah. you the emojis. It's she's done the little droplet. Yeah, and then he forgot the the whatchamacallit fruit. Egg that plant. huge yeah, the eggplant too. That, <laughs> that would have the peach, nah, it's more like a watermelon. Your butt's like a water. He needed the that's watermelon. Fair. Yeah, the way this Compose, I would give it a six out of ten. Like, just the delivery is, isn't bad, but the structure is what gets me, you know? Yeah, the no capital A, the no period at the end, the, mm-hmm. the conjoined sentences without a comma, you know? Mm-hmm. It's almost a run on. Yeah, it's, it's almost like he didn't go to English in high school, like he was ditching or something. He's like, My name's Bill, so I know English. And the teacher's like, That's fair. Clitoris Rex goes off too, though people. I mean, listen, this. I <laughs> I went noodling one time, and the catfish latched onto my dick, and I let him finish me off. I was wet for sure. Wow, this guy, he's good. There's a lot of like just sex in this vulgar sex things, and just man. Ooh, uh, do you want to read this one or me? Yeah, I'll read it. This dude does. Who the fuck is this guy, bro? He put like a whole, whole two. He put a. It's basically a book. Yeah, and a message. Short, short story, some might say. Yeah, my okay. This is this is the Larson. Mm-hmm. Dumbass name. Yeah, dumbass name, dude. Crazy guy. My friends went out of town for a weekend and asked me to house sit their dogs. They gave me the keys to the house and booked it on their vacation getaway. At this time in my life, I was doing a lot of heavy drugs. <laughs> me being me invited the girl over. We took acid and had sex, rough sex. She started squirting everywhere and covered my friend's bed in her cum. The next day, I woke up late in the day to stains all over my friend's bed. There was no way to get the stains out. I blamed the dog. 
And still to this day, he <laughs> sleeps on that bed and doesn't know what happened. You think you think he changed the sheets at least, right? I mean, maybe. You never know. With and here's the crazy especially. part is, was this guy, like, having sex with the dog too? You know, did the dog squirt on the bed as well? Is that why he blamed the dog? Or <laughs> no, I don't I don't know. This guy. This guy's just fucking everything in the house. Yeah, lampshade. That's his. I mean, he no. put it on his head. Slept with the lamp post. Which that's fair. That's not like weird. You know, it happens. Yeah, I've only done that twice. It's part of life. This guy, but his delivery, right? You know, his his like punctuation, it. his separation of paragraphs. This guy did a really good job. Overall. It gives you time to stop and think, make notes in the on the. In the side and everything, like it's not bad. I'll give it, I'll give it nine out of ten. I, I give it about an eight. Eight, that's fair. Eight. But uh, all right, Larson, I'll read this next one. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody, you know, my friend has a group of straight guys. This is straight with eight, so that's already that's a hint. Yeah, guy friends, and I sucked one of them off twice. <coughs> I wonder if this is a man writing this or a girl. Oh no way! It'd be like my friend has a group of of uh of guy friends. Me, like our, <clears throat> they would say, in our friend group, I've sucked off this guy twice. They wouldn't say straight guy friends because that implies the opposite that they're gay, right? <laughs> yeah. Well, this has to be somebody you know, right? Who do you think this is? Is this Luis? Maybe. Maybe. These. <coughs> Damn, dude, I'm dying. Put the dab rig down and drink some water. Probably chugging. Uh, chugging yeah, Luis. Luis is me head three times at least, so. Oh, uh, it can't be Luis. What about Caleb? Yeah, it was probably Caleb. Caleb. <laughs> Damn, I, so, like <laughs> I wonder, does that make the group of straight guys not straight anymore? I wonder if this guy's like, curved up that whole straight line or what. Dude. <laughs> Damn, you'd be surprised how many straight guys quotations that are you know what I mean I I get the, when I work out at the gym I see these guys working out with their girlfriends and stuff and they're like eyeballing me you know like whenever I'm doing that leg press they're like looking directly at my crotch they're not looking at the two almost 1800 pounds that I'm putting up on the leg press for six reps they're looking at my crotch Makes the video? <coughs> damn I'm gonna drink some hot water if you want to read the next one while I get my drink ready. All right, guys. This one is from Captain America, him himself, you know, the, the superhero. Mm-hmm. Uh, America's he, ass. Yeah, he, Captain America. Dude. Holidays are fucking stupid. Xmas is the worst. Wow, Captain America does not have a family, so I can see why he hates the holidays. Maybe like, I've got exes. God, but they're dead. Oh, that's true. You know, he outlived everybody that he was dating, you know. Well, he did go back in time and sleep with that old lady. <laughs> yeah, what a weird fuck. What a weirdo, dude. He's like, all these cheeks, I want grandma. <laughs> I want grandma saggy cheeks, dog. Maybe she can have a kid before she's dead. Like, no, nah, the baby will outlive her, you know. Give that baby nine months, she'll die in six. But, yeah, that's fair. She's how it goes. But, but he does say Xmas is the worst. Like, I've got money. I'll buy what I want. <laughs> Fireworks are dumb. New Year's is dumb. I actually made a resolution and followed through with all my goals in 21. He he, probably sucking dick or something. Jesus Christ, Captain America. A goal's a goal, though. Yeah, St. Patrick's Day. Give me a break. Money over everything. Make yourself happy now. Fuck everything else. Well, 
Captain America. Mm-hmm. I'd beat you up if I saw you in real life, dude. I'm sorry. Would you get one of them fly- <coughs> damn fly knees, or what are you thinking? No, nah, you'd have to come at Captain America more strategically. Like you'd have to plan for a couple months, follow him around. And then uh, whenever he's enjoying a hot cup of coffee at his favorite coffee shop, you pull the chair from underneath him and you put a spike underneath his butt and just like, <laughs> you know? You spike him? You just spike him, dude. And then he's stuck there and then you pee on him and then run away. I kind of like that, actually. Do you like big dogs or small dogs? Serious question. I don't. I like cats. Yeah. I like cats too. But small dog here says finally getting laid by someone above your average six. It is what it is, you know. Uh <laughs> he can't stay bricked up. <laughs> Wanna blame drugs, but then again, drugs probably boosted my confidence to end up in that predicament. And then Nice Columb says, <clears throat> I'm back. Uh very mysterious. I don't know what's up with that one. Is he inside of you right now? Is that what that means? Oh shit. Yep, he sure is. <laughs> <laughs> He's back. And then <coughs> AC friend group, I had a five some the sweating emoji with its tongue out. With its, yeah, with its tongue out. I wonder if that was the guy that they all nutted on, or if it was like one chick, four dudes. You know what I'm saying? Mm, yeah, the ratio is always going to be off. I mean, because you can only do well. Okay, what if you have two guys, two girls, one trans? I would still have a blast. You would just have the sex with the trans one, wouldn't you? Yeah, but I'd grab the titty of the of the woman every once in a while. <laughs> All right, so there's a guy that used to be a girl, right? And there's a girl that used to be a guy. Who do you sleep with? New body parts. So they have the next one's body parts. So the girl used to be a guy, has all the girl stuff. The guy used to be a girl, has all the guy stuff. Wait, you're confusing me because you said the guy turns into the girl, right? Mm-hmm. And the girl turns into the guy. So the girl now has male body parts? <coughs> uh, yeah. They switch. Uh, all the I, way. All the way transformation. All the way transformation? Might as well mm-hmm. be the girl. I mean, is it still gay? I mean, at that point, mm-hmm. right? Questionable. Questionable? Oh. Yeah. Tell me which one you would do, Jake. Come on. Mm, both. <laughs> you do both of them? Yeah, that way it cancels out. Pim dolls. Pim dolls, yes. Well, you're so if they did each other, it'd cancel cancel it out. But it's like it never happened. That that's like a squared b squared equals c squared. <laughs> so if they do it together, it equals you. But if a squared and c squared does it together, it equals you know b squared. Yeah. So so I mean you gotta you gotta pick or choose. You can't just do both and expect the equation to balance itself out. Yeah, that is true. Never thought about it like that. Very insightful knowledge today. Yeah. So, so what? Which one are you picking? You can't just pick one. I'm gonna have to give this some thought. You got ten seconds. Go. Okay. Fire. It's time okay. To go. So, you want to read the last one? Nope. You got to choose. It's, you got to pick between the guy and the girl. Yeah. No other options at all. No other options except kill yourself. All right, I'll probably do it. What, you uh, kill yourself? Yeah. Yeah, that's uh, that was. That's a big mental that. dilemma. Yeah, I was thinking about just fully sending it. 
This one is from Cuckman. I think we did we have one from this guy down there? Oh no, this guy said Cuck, not Marios's cousin. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he was just uh, called him a Cuck. Yeah, so you got Cuckman and uh <laughs> wow, this guy his intellect is just so out of this world. Listen to this paragraph, people. I used to bust a nut every night on the same pillow, and it became so covered that all the jizz turned yellow, so my pillow was basically (laughs) Spongebob. Now, my question to you, Cuthman, if you're listening, is did you have have sex with your pillow after it turned into Spongebob? You think they like Spongebob? Everyone's seen it, so... Well, the question is, is now that they like Spongebob, it's who on the show they liked. Sandy Cheeks. Easy. Easy, dude. I actually like the snail just because of how much of a menace he was. <laughs> Gary, yeah, he's a, piece, he's a cat. Like, he's a piece of shit. And he meows, so definitely a cat. Yeah, I mean, I totally have Gary as a pet. I wouldn't mind that. You can't leave salt anywhere, though, because then he'll just, like, disintegrate, you know? Yeah, or you could leave it out as like a trap to see how smart he really is. You know, and test his intelligence. And then maybe get a few of them and then just like let them roam. And then they'll, they'll watch, like learn behavior. So you want to hear something <laughs> crazy? Mm-hmm. I was reading this theory the other day. They sent a drone down in the middle of the ocean all to get all the way down to the bottom. But it went to a certain point and it bounced off because the pressure? after a certain uh, yeah, after a certain depth in the ocean, the pressure is so massive that a, the drone couldn't penetrate it, bounced off the pressure field and started going back up towards the top. What if that's where SpongeBob is, dog? Or like, or like, <laughs> yeah, or like a, a, a breed of man fish that just like Aquaman that just live down there, you know, it's not like Atlantic. a field, yeah, it's just like a, a magnetic field that stops people from coming into their home. Who wrote this? Did you write this? No, the that's so the drone is real true story, but I wonder if that's like the concept behind. Yeah. If that makes uh, total <coughs> makes sense to me, dude. I mean we already have aliens above us. Why can't we have aliens underneath us? Yeah. What if I mean, I've been probed before by an alien or a guy dressed up in an alien costume. There's also aliens like like me, like I was illegal for a little bit, you know, so Aliens are everywhere. That doesn't count. That's fair. What about Roswell, New Mexico? That's like the biggest alien sign in place. Like, why is that? Is it close <laughs> to like the equator? I, I don't know. I'm bad at geography. Well, because it's right next to the border. <coughs> <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, so here's the last one. Uh, actually, I have two. these are the ones that got deleted. Dirty deletes. <coughs> this one's very short. It is Jensen. Also, I have a kid with my ex-wife's husband. That he ne- we never told him. Interesting. Huh. Well, all right. Let's just scoot past that one. Okay, so this yeah, one's well, Bobo. I just wonder if, like, do they beat the kid and then blame it on the, the dad or what? Like, why did they mention that, you know? Uh, yeah, I don't know. There's definitely resentment there. I don't know in themselves or in the kid. I wonder, yeah, I wonder if they, like, treat that kid terribly because they're like, you're not even my kid. 
you know, get like Harry Potter almost, like getting your hut underneath the stairs, you piece of shit. Oh, in the cupboard? Yeah. And that was pretty cool, though, like his little spot. I kind of fucked with it. Like, I opened yeah. up the books and watched the movies. Like, man, that'd be cool, a little like secret apartment. It's like you and your, uh, <clears throat> in your meth lab, like <laughs> underneath the bunker, like that's that was him. <laughs> You're pretty much Harry Potter. Yeah, I have a scar on my forehead too. That's a Z. So, mm. and potions. I did make some pretty potent potions, actually. So, I used to go to OU parties, and I'd bring this stuff called liquid apralazam. A little off subject, but uh, is that like lean or something that. or no? Okay, so I I I went to a psychiatrist whenever I was younger for uh, anxiety, and I told her I didn't like taking pills. And liquid apralazam is basically Xanax in a liquid form. And I'd go to parties, and people would be like, "Give me some of that." Think it was lean, and I'd be like, "You don't want this." And they're like, "Yeah, I do. Trust me." And I'd be like, "Okay, here you go." And they'd be fucking knocked out two seconds later in the corner. (laughs) One night, actually, I went to a party. Trey Young was there couple other football players were there and I was like getting fucked up and pouring it in everybody's cup and like on, up, like spiking or like they were asking I I think I was they were asking but I don't know <laughs> <laughs> don't think I'm a piece of crap but it might be a little bit of both that sounds um, like Jamestown or what is it is it Jamestown Jonestown Jonestown <laughs> yeah but it may it may have been a little bit of both but uh, I woke up the next morning with like eight grand in my lap uh, an OU cheerleader to the right of me, probably a freshman. I don't remember her name. And then I had a tray of Bic lighters. Like, you know, at the gas station, the full trays with like seven different layers. Mm. And then I had a charging station that had, you know, you go into a chink store and they have a charging station in the middle with like cords for every phone on it, like 10 foot long. I had one of those too. I don't know where I got it. There was no robberies reported that night. I called to make sure I just, I, I guess I bought it all. I don't know where I got the money from either. Wait, what store was it? I don't, it, you know, like chink stores, like crappy <laughs> gas station stores with the Asian people. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was, I don't know if I like robbed one or if I just made money off of the night and retired <laughs> with this girl, but there was like bills all over us. We were both butt naked and there was just like money all in the bed. And she was like, don't forget your money. And I was like, oh shit, that's mine. And I like counted it while I was leaving. And I was like, this is fucking eight grand. Where'd I get this? That's fucking well. So what do you say? If I'm listening to this podcast, I don't know you, right? Yeah. What do you say? You're like, this guy, cap or truth? I mean, I don't know. That's, that's really up to the listener. Mm. I mean, if you, if you know me, know me, I, you know, it's all true because I used to post it all on my Snapchat. But if you don't know me, you haven't seen my Snapchat story. I mean, I haven't done this stuff and I've been sober for three years coming up on March 14th. And, uh, Oh yeah, dude. I basically lost all my friends. You know, they weren't really friends. They were just people I put myself around that wanted me for my money and drugs and stuff. But, um, like Scarface. Yeah, kind of, but I didn't, well, I did sell cocaine just not as much as Scarface did. And, uh, (laughs) And you do have a scar. I do have a scar on my face, actually. So I am Scarface, just reborn in an actual factorial state. But, uh, yeah, and he came back for blood. No, but if I was listening in on this conversation, I don't know. I I would probably think it was the truth. I'd have to, like, type in the guy's story and look through his Facebook, but, like, do some digging. 
Yeah, do do a little bit of digging, but right off the bat, I'd probably be like, oh, this is kind of iffy, you know? Mm. But then at the same time, the details are there, right? Like everything, <laughs> like I get very descriptive because I, I do have kind of a photographic memory. I remember seeing pictures of things and and certain events happening in my life, like my 21st birthday. I had two tequila bottles, gold leaf tequila bottles tapped to my taped to my hands. Like uh, Edward Forty hands, Edward Forty hands, but Edward Tequila hands, and I had to finish both <laughs> bottles and uh, two two liters of tequila. I finished them both like a quarter away through my twenty first birthday, and uh, a thirty pack of Keystone Black Eyes, and oh, yeah, it was it was it was <laughs> terrible. I mean, I was addicted to to alcohol, but um, I remember leaving this apartment complex. The in Norman, the police are flooding the apartment complex. We're all fleeing the scene and. We go to this hotel room, dude. I swear to God, I don't know how we got here. I'm in this hotel room, not not hotel room. This this kid that's going to OU, his parents own a part of uh, a branch of Hilton and Norman, and they own a bunch of these hotels. And we're on like the top story of the hotel, and it's his house. It's like, but there's like it's one like it's a room, but it's like the whole hotel story, the top story of the hotel, like and the uh, house, but like all the way. Yeah. It was crazy. And uh, so I, I remember like flashing into this moment, right? And I'm so drunk, dude. I, I'm like throwing money around, throwing wax around and weed around and Xanax and, and a couple other things. And I remember coming to and like this dude, he's like Arabian, the guy that owns the, the hotel room. And he's like, I thought you were going to say gas station, but uh, go on. <laughs> and he goes, Here's my number. If you ever need to stay in a hotel room, I got you completely free. I put it in my pocket. Uh, we took the party from there to my friend's house out in like Moore area, but it's out in the country, out like mm. West Outside. Side of Moore. Yeah. And uh, so we're driving out there and I get pulled over by a police officer. Right. And I'm remind you, I'm two tequila bottles down a 30 pack of Keystone black ice. I was, I mean, I was drinking on it all day, but by the end of the night I had finished a 30 pack by myself and, you know, cocaine, Xanax in my system, uh, shrooms, a little bit of weed. And, and uh, you was driving? I was driving. Oh my God. Yeah. I'm driving. So at the time I had a Lexus SC 400, a 96 model with the upgrade. I swapped out the engine and the tranny and the thing was all black. It was pretty sweet. I love the vehicle, Murdered but I'm out. driving flying i mean my friends were like whoa you're going way too i mean i'm going like 1 20 1 30 and the cop pulls me over he's like you know why i pulled you over i said no and uh <laughs> he said well you were speeding back there i was like i don't remember speeding i was going to speed limit i was like can i see a radar gun and i remind you i messed up at the time so i'm slurring everything i'm saying he's like would you please step out of the car and uh step out go to the trunk of the car handing my license and insurance and uh, when he comes back, I'm like, wait, if I act like I'm retarded and <laughs> I put on this ringer, like, like, no, like a radio style. No, no, no ringer, like uh, the one where it's uh, Donnie Knoxville and he runs in the Special Olympics. No, no. Like radio, the movie of the black guy that's like mentally Special handicapped. Ed. Yeah, like I thought if I put on that kind of show for this cop, he'd let me go free. I don't know what I was thinking. So I start acting retarded, dude. I mean, <laughs> dumb as possible. Uh, I end up passing out in his car and throwing up all over him. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, he looked you at me. Like, what? 
For the throw up and shit? No, he told me I was going to have to power wash his car out. Oh, God. So we got to the police station, uh, or Oklahoma County police station, and I start power washing his car before they uh, take me into... uh, Yeah, because I was refusing a a breathalyzer and and all that stuff. I wasn't going to have it. And then I ended up passing out, and they took my blood at the hospital, and they ended up using that to convict me on, like... DWI, which is driving under the influence of cocaine, Xanax, uh, alcohol, marijuana, like shrooms, literally everything you can find in my blood was there. And, uh, yeah, I was in Oklahoma County for like a week and uh, not not the end of the story, though. So I go to Oklahoma County. I'm coming down from all these drugs and like I'm sitting in this this cell and there's only two beds and there's three of us in the cell and one of us has to sleep on a boat. Well, the first night, you know, I was coming down, so I'd sleep anywhere. So I slept in the boat. And then the next night, I was like, all right, we're going to switch. We're going to rotate. One of you guys are going to give me your bunks. And you're going to sleep in the boat, and I'm going to sleep on the bunk. And they looked at me like I was crazy. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to let it slide this night. I'm going to let him pick tomorrow night, or I'm going to beat the shit out of both of them. And what were their, what were their like, like appearance-wise? Like, what would you say? I'd describe them. Okay, so the first one, I'm not racist. He was a Hispanic. <laughs> And he was like five two, maybe one sixty, kind of bigger. And the other dude was like a sixty year old man, uh, white dude, uh, long hair, gray beard. Uh, no, uh, tatted up. I mean, like rough and uh, like biker gang. Yeah, well, yeah, but like a skinnier biker gang type of guy, like meth addict biker gang. Mm, it's just, it's just the parts. There's no wheels or nothing. Yeah, just like he took his bike apart and forgot how to put it back together type guy. He, walk, he like walks around town with his parts. He's like, yeah, I'm the biker. And like, is that guy cool? And like, lost his patches. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, I gave him the option to uh, to swap. Legend, yeah, the first the, the second night because the first night I took the bunk. The, the second night I ended up taking the boat again. And the third night I was my back was hurting. I was like, look, I'm going to sleep on that metal bunk. Now you guys either rock, paper, scissors or both you guys are sleeping on the ground tonight. And in my mind, I this is completely logical. Well, it's about 8 o'clock, which is when they feed us dinner there. It was pretty late in the afternoon. They used to feed us or feed county at around 6, but then they started feeding at 8. So I'm sitting in county. and uh, Is there a reason for that, you think? No, I don't Did know. Speculate? I really don't think there Just is a reason. Deal, maybe? Like, yeah. damn, it to be at 6, not today. It's like a mental thing. Yeah, or maybe it's just like, you know, fuck you guys. You guys don't get to eat on your own schedule. You get to eat on ours. Mm, that's fair. But I, I get my tray, and these trays are plastic. They're not metal. They're like a, a hard plastic. Mm-hmm. And uh, I eat my food. Lar, lar. Good night, guys. Don't your prayer. I won't. Love you. Love you, too. Love you. And uh, I look at the guys, and I just got done eating my food. And I had a, they gave me two cookies. They were busted old, black and white, with cream cheese filling cookies. The mm. small ones that you get at the store for 99 cents for a whole pack, just busted cookies. I I said, yeah, I was like, I'll give somebody both my cookies if you give me your bed. This is your last option. And then they both looked at me like I was crazy. Kind of, One kind of chuckled and said, I don't want your fucking cookies, dude. I'm, I'm sleeping on my bed. And he's like, I've been here longer than you. I deserve this. And I was like, all right. So I grabbed my tray, sling the cookies off when I come back. Because, I, I mean, back then I wasn't eating sugar or anything. I was, I was trying to box. And even though I was doing drugs, I was still trying to box. 
And uh, I grab this tray and I sling it back. The cookies slap off my tray, hit the wall. I remember because I heard a crunch down when I stepped back and I uh, stepped on one of the cookies and it caused me to slip forward, but I was using my momentum to go forward to hit one in the face the first time. And I hit him right in the throat because when I slipped, my tray dropped down and he couldn't breathe. So he was out of the fight. And the old man like rolled off the bunk and tried fist fighting me hand to hand. He's like 60 years old. He hit me like twice in the head. And because uh, I kind of let him, I felt bad. I just want to see if he was going to actually fight me. And then uh, guards start banging on the door. They're like, open the door, open the door. So I'm like, okay, well, you hit me twice. Now it's my turn. So I step back and I, as he swings the jab, I, I roll underneath to the right. And I hit him with a right shovel hook right to the jaw. And he just collapsed and hit his head on the concrete ground. And then they put me in a, a straight jacket and deemed me insane and put me in one of those... Uh, the rooms with all the padding on the walls. Yeah, like in uh, Cheech and Chong. Yeah, well, yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, and uh, moral of the story is, is it was way better than sleeping on that boat because I had a bed, you know, like an actual yeah, bed. I was going like, to ask you, so you end up getting what you wanted. Exactly. I had a room that was a full bed. And then they released me three nights later, four nights later. And uh, 1 a.m. and a girl came and picked me up that I was talking to at the time. And uh, when she picked me up, uh, we stopped at a gas station maybe a block away from the Oklahoma County. Mm-hmm. And uh, this is where the story gets really fucked up. She's like, well, I don't want to drive. I'm too tired because, you know, our home was probably about 45 minutes out in the country uh, or away from county jail out in the middle of the country. And I was like, you know what? I'll drive home. I don't have a license, but I know how to follow the laws. I'll get there safely. But first, I need to drink because I was shaking in prison. I mean, I was cold. I start mm-hmm. chugging. I get a, you know, $15 for a 30 pack of black Keystone. I start chugging these beers and, uh, I drive about a block down the road and I get pulled over and sent right back to Oklahoma County for drinking and driving. <laughs> Damn. And then I got locked in there for three weeks, lost in there for three weeks. Like they couldn't find my paperwork or anything. So I had to just stay there for three weeks. Did you sing out? Yeah. Yeah, that happened to me. I uh, and I've never really like gone to big trouble. I went to juvie, and it was like you know over whatever. Uh, but whenever I got booked in, I guess my mom's phone was off or who knows what. But they called, and if they if she would have answered, they only knew her number and my number and like some random person. I don't even know. Anyways, and if she would have answered, I would have gone home that night. So her phone's off. She doesn't answer. Nobody knows where I'm at. I'm just chilling in there, and it's like, man, this place is fucking crazy. Like, it was just, like, like straight out of a movie scene, but it's just, like, juveniles. But, like, when you're that young, like, they look older to you, especially because I was younger, and I was like, man, I fucked up. And then the worst part was group leader. Her name's Joanne. Great woman. Like, she, like, helped me and my family out a lot. She paid for my driving school. Like, she was always just there. And she always told me I'd never see you in here, right? Because my brother used to, you know, go in there a lot. And I was like, yeah, you won't, just a little boy. And then fast forward to that day, you know, you got to walk through, and she's like uh, the, the clerk or, well, I don't know, whatever she is, but she saw me, and she was like, Jacob. And I was like, man, I felt like shit. Like, I just put my head down, and I was like, I'm not a big crier, but, man, like, it was, I remember just being in there, and I was like, fuck, I'm going to cry tonight. But I forgot why I said that, but, yeah, that shit sucks, man. You really do, like, it's just different, like, the world around you goes on. Like I said, I talk like I'm from fucking prison, but you know what I mean? 
Yeah, ju- well, county's worse than prison. Anybody that goes to prison still has special privileges. Like, they get to watch TV and... Be humans. Yeah, exactly. Talk <laughs> to each other. I mean, I was locked in a cell in county for probably four weeks straight. And, uh, well, whenever I got back in, nobody messed with me because they heard about me slamming a train in some guy's throat and beating up some old dude, so they thought I was ruthless. And all the old guys were, like, scared and shit. They're like, fuck, I'm next. This guy's got an M.O. <laughs> <laughs> the hash slinging, uh, no, no, the Trenton Scranton Strangler. No, they call me the Trey Slinging Slasher, dude. <laughs> I do have this story about my buddy. I'm not gonna say his name, but this guy, he's just a crazy guy. Like, if you know him, you're like, yeah, that's crazy. Blank. Anyways, so he's telling me about this time when he went to prison. I met him at the gym, and he's just like, great guy. Like, he's a great guy. He's really gotten better of his emotions and everything. Like, he's just be a hothead, you know. Anyways, uh, I don't remember what happened. Anyways, so when they wake you up in the morning because he was in uh, county, or uh, I want to say county, and they give you like your breakfast or whatever, right? It's like four in the morning or whatever, whatever time it was, like just super fucking early. Where, like you don't want to fuck with anybody, you know what I mean? Yeah, so, but you gotta eat. You gotta eat. You gotta eat. But like, I meant more like uh, talking and like communicate, like just doing things. Like if someone like. If someone were, like, fart, you'd be like, what the fuck? But you wouldn't, like, charge him up like you would, like, regularly. You know what I mean? Like, the there's just no – you don't have the energy because you just fucking woke up and it's just a whole yeah. thing. Anyways, so he goes to line. He forgets something. He goes back. He comes back. And his, uh, it, was, uh, it was milk and pancake day, which is the best day in fucking jail. And he's yeah. fucking excited. Everyone's excited and shit. He goes back. Shit's missing. He's like, motherfucker. And he just grabs his train, fucking just throws it in the air, stands on top of the metal table, just starts fucking slamming. He's like, whoever the fuck, uh, whoever, <laughs> I'm going to butcher this, but he's like, whoever the fuck took my goddamn milk, you better get, you better be a fucking man about it. Come over here, fucking give me that shit back. Give me yours. We're going to go outside and beat the fuck out of you. And then he stood up there and everyone's just like, dude, <laughs> it gets fucking milk, you know? But to them, like things like that are like, that's like property. That's value. That's like. That also is like your livelihood. Like you take someone, take your shit. Like you can fucked up. You know what I mean? You're just a bitch. But uh, so he's out there, whatever. And then so fast forward, he's uh, friends with this like this black dude. And the black this other guy leaves. And the black dude's like, "Hey man, can I tell you something? Like I've gotten to know you, whatever. Like you're pretty cool. Like you're kind of crazy, but you're pretty cool." He's like, "Yeah, what's up, bro?" And he's like, "Yeah, so uh, I know you took your milk." And he's like, "Who fucking took my milk?" He's like, yeah, so the guy, like, their main guy, you know, there's still, like, an ecosystem to it, right? Their main guy, uh, he took his milk, and he was like, fuck, this motherfucker's crazy. So he didn't fuck with it. And anyways, uh, afterwards, <laughs> after that, anytime he'd walk anywhere, they'd be like, milkman, milkman. <laughs> I was like, damn, even in prison or in jail, they're still fucking, like, I wouldn't say humane. They're still like me. They're still like you know what I mean. There's still a, there's still like a a piece of humanity left in them, even though they're trapped in a place and treated like animals. The worst sometimes, but yeah, for sure. But animals get treated like shit too. So, but uh, ooh, I do have one question for you, and then I'll get into my last story, make it like a little uplifting. It's kind of depressing right now. I don't want to lose any viewers from you know. (laughs) Um, Why is it depressing? No, it's not depressing. It's just like I like to, you know, I want to end on like a good note. You know what I mean? Yeah, I feel it. It's like serious. Like the air is serious right now. Anyways, so I have a question for you. 
you said you were addicted to many things, right? Yeah. So a lot of times, you know, I've studied like psychology and like the human psyche a little bit too, just on my own, you know, like uh, on my own time, whatever. So a lot of times people have a habit and they need to break it there, replace it with something else, right? You got to fill that yeah. void. Did you? What did you fill your void with? I heard something about like, uh, you said, say your prayers. Is that, did that become a thing for you or what helped you? What gave you that outlet? All right. So, uh, lost down and out, uh, got sent mm-hmm. to rehab after going to court. I got told I had to go. So I just went ahead and went. And, uh, while I was there, I met this guy and he, uh, he's lived a lot harder life than I have. And he's, he's done it a lot longer and he, uh, he was a like preacher. An old con. Yeah. Yeah. But he's like 60 and, uh, he got a lot crazier than I did. And, uh, we just talked a long, a long time. And, uh, his name's Damien. He actually owns a church in, in Enid, Oklahoma. Uh, if anybody, you guys ever go out there, it's a really good church, but he, uh, Is there a metal detector or anything? No, no, <laughs> no, no uh, there, there is such thing as prison wallet checks. So everybody that gets in and there, gonna, yeah, they got to, they got to check your prison wallet. When you yeah, got to keep throw up, baby. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> got to keep that shank in there, dog. So they put it like handle in, right? Not fucking, right? I don't know. I've never had to do it and I never want to know how to do it. I would say handle because like you can like lubricate it, but like you can't lubricate fucking steel that's like cut up like you know what i'm saying yeah but like it's still gonna slice you on the way in you know what i'm saying not as much so it's coming out so i feel like it wouldn't be as bad and then the handle is usually bigger than the knife itself yeah but anyways uh the <laughs> yeah so the guy the guy at the church damien uh he helped me out a lot saved my life basically and uh basically you know told me there's another way of things and there's been some rough patches right in my life where i think god isn't there and uh uh, he's he's always there. You know, it doesn't matter what situation I've been in, what situation I put myself in. God's always been there to help me out. I should have been dead, you know, hundreds of times by now, and I'm still alive for a reason. So I got to have faith in something bigger than me to help me out. Mm-hmm. And uh, as for direction and wisdom and strength, whenever I need it, and He's always there, no matter what. Anytime I have any troubles, you know, the people around me that give me knowledge, I view it as you know my higher power, Jesus Christ. You know guiding me through those people did he teach you to meditate and all that no no so i i did a meditation practice at a buddhist monk temple in midwest city oklahoma it's actually closed now because covid and uh i've explored every religion because i had such a hard time believing in one because you know why are there so many options if there's only one true god you know one he is but you know freedom to think and freedom to to act in your own will gives people endless possibilities to make up whatever they want. And, uh, I learned how to meditate there, you know, taking one thought and processing it over about an hour, you know, mm-hmm. who was I today or, or how do I treat people today at the end of the night, you know, look back at your day and, and make sure that, you know, if you did people wrong, you go back and correct it. You don't sit there and let it seep in your mind and, and you look to help people out rather than hurt people. And, I've been a self-centered person all my life, except for the past three years. And that feeling is better than any drug has ever given me. The the smile on somebody's face when you help them when they don't have anything to give you back, nor do you expect anything back from it, you know, or mm-hmm. it's just, you know, there's rewarding. God, 
God has got to be real because he helps people through me all the time. And that is a blessing. Right. And I've been given these crazy life lessons throughout my life because I believe there's a plan for me to, to push forward and help other people get through their stuff. I hate to cut you off sidebar. I think it starts, stops recording after an hour. So it's at four seconds. So we're going to pause for a second just in case it does. So, nope, we're good. Carry on. Sorry about that. You're good. I just, I know God's got, I, it's, I, I, should, I should be dead without God. You know, that's, and that's what I filled my hole with was God instead of drugs and alcohol and, and women. So what do you argue for someone who's atheist or more like spiritual and they believe in morals more so whenever people, good people have always done great things, they die early. What do you, what would you like? What's your take on that? Like, I don't argue anything with anybody because everybody's got free will to think. But mm-hmm. uh, my opinion on the matter, right, is that some people, right, if they've done great things in their life, right, and, and usually after great things come turmoil and God's salvation happens after good things, right? He, he's going to help somebody out that save them through all the turmoil in their life. Say somebody saves a country from a nuclear bombing, but the the... Taliban is going to ring him up in Gaddafi or something. I don't know. Use your imagination. Like the butterfly effect almost? Like one thing yeah. happens here, so there's a chain reaction in another place. Yeah, so why would God let you suffer through that after you went through all that? Wouldn't you rather have a peaceful death or like a remotely easy, safe death rather than prolonged and tortured or, you know, spent your life ridiculed by everybody for something you did, but it was really for the greater of the people, you know, and they just don't see it at that time in their life? So sometimes I feel like God has a, a way of, you know, playing a part in people's lives, even though other people don't want him to play that part. And if mm-hmm. people blame death on God, then, you know, so be it. That's that's what you believe. But everything has to die. Right. Yeah. Animals, trees, human beings. At one point you, you're born, you're going to die one day. So just what are you going to do with your life? No matter if you're atheist or not, just do something for the better. The greater good. Exactly. Why? Because everything is finite. Like, there's no resources that are always going to be there, you know? Yeah. So, especially. Would you rather be left on this earth to be miserable and try to prove everybody wrong and argue with everybody? Or would you rather. I think so. (laughs) (laughs) Me too. You know, I love arguing, but no, I I don't argue anymore. It's just not a part of my. I like to trash talk, but not argue. Yeah, it's a lot of. Or cuss people out on Call of Duty once I get killed by them and call them a hacker, even though they're just better than me. You know. Or whenever your teammates like, "Hey, let's flank them, go to the right around," <laughs> and then they forget <laughs> and start shooting, and like, "Oh, my fault, bro!" And you both just get clapped, just murdered, and then all your team tries to come rescue you, and they all one die by from one. The same guy from the like same. You're, you're just getting. They're just getting farmed in, and he's just slaughtering. Them. Yeah. I'm like, Jake, did you hit him once? And you're like, oh, I broke his shields. And then you watch the kill cam. And they're like, oh, you didn't hit him one time at all. You didn't even. You just shot at him, so he looked at us. Uh, okay, so that guy, actually, we played a few games, uh, like, months ago. And I was going off. I was about to hit my PR. He let me kill him. So then I saw his name in the, in the game lobby. I remember his, uh, his costume or whatever. And I was like, I got you, bro. So that's why I did what I did, you know. No, that's not what you did. You really thought you were going <laughs> to kill him from the distance with a submachine gun. No scope. Half yeah, no scope, just free fire. I think I hit him once. I saw the white shield, and that's it. 
But uh, I do have one last story, and then we'll end it on that. And if you have anything else you want to say, then by all means. So this one's, uh, <clears throat> her name is Bobo. Jake and I were hanging out with these two girls one night. We were drinking, have a good time, until Jake and one of the girls got into a big argument. Jake wouldn't pay for drinks because he thought she was being a bitch. He ended up getting fucked up, and I had to drop him off. That's fair. Like, I feel like, my thing is, like, let's say you buy me a drink at the bar, right? I don't even know you, correct? Yeah. I'll buy you a drink back. But I'm not going to go out of my way and buy you a drink just because, like, my intentions or because, you know, just because you're good looking or whatever. Like, you know, it's just like a... Anyways, anyways. So it pissed me off. And I was already, like, pretty tipsy, so it just made me more mad. Anyways, um, the girls wanted to make him jealous, so left Jake at our house, at the house, got in the car, cruised around Wichita Falls. At this point, like, I remember nothing. Like, I blacked out that night. Like, it was a good night. Uh... That's right. The girls ended up getting super flirty with me and things escalated. Next thing I know, we we're all having sex in an old church parking lot next to the trailer park. Jake, <laughs> if you're reading this, thanks for the pussy, brother. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you're welcome, Bobo. Anytime, baby. <laughs> Hell yeah, Bobo. You got some, dog. Yeah. Did hey. you get some too, Jake, that night? No, dude. I've, I, the, the only reason my, like, my, Dick got wet for back of a little word. Lack of a better word is I think I threw up on myself. So, <laughs> which I've done twice at least, if not more. This one time I was just really, really drunk. Started pregaming hard. And then it's when like the alcohol, you can't even taste it, you know? And you're like, damn, you're just pouring it in there. Less filler, more, less mixture, more, more, uh, alcohol. And I'm over there peeing outside. And there's a, it's a, it's a brick house. And it's at my friend, uh, Don Rodriguez's house. Good, good guy, actually. Very selfless. Like, good guy like if i go to heaven somehow and he's not there i'm gonna have to throw hands with god like that's just what it is you know what i'm saying or i want to grab one of the angels but hey dude you know anyways uh it's him all my friends whatever just getting rowdy like usual so i start to pee you know that thing where you lean your hand against the wall like every guy yeah. does yeah so you're drunk yeah or just and i just do it regularly i don't care but i'm gonna have to wash my hands really hard just in case because i'm sure everyone else does anyways so I'm so drunk that when I put my hand out, I miss the wall. Like, like <laughs> maybe put away. Miss the wall, just do dead weight. My forehead just hits the the, the fucking uh, what is the brick house, and I'm just stunned. Like still pissing. Like I had piss all over my shoes. It was not a good time. Uh, baby, if you're listening, I'm sorry. <laughs> I was very young. I was like 19 or something. So this isn't me anymore. Now I don't piss on my shoes. <laughs> Anyways, uh. So I'm over there, and I'm just, man, it hit me so hard. Like I just started throwing up. I'm peeing. Like, everything liquid that can come out of me at this point besides poop is coming out of me, which maybe, who knows. And my friends go over there. And like you were saying, you know, like you, you said you had a photographic memory. Well, I'm like more so like I remember like things, like uh, uh, sounds, you know, like voices and stuff like that. So I remember just, boom, I'm just dead, just throwing up. My friends go over there and try to help me, just being good guys instead of like being pieces of shit, taking a video of me. You know, just, like, really, really good guys. And it's, like, throw up on me, so they're really good guys. I think it was uh, Adon Rodriguez, Nick uh, Montiano. I think my my uh, godfather is actually one of my best friends who's actually having a kid pretty soon on the way. Congrats, Joe. Just Congratulations, Joe. Hell, yeah. That's dope news. Hell, yeah, brother. And uh, I can't remember. I think that's pretty much it. Oh, and Abram, uh, Don Rodriguez's twin. That's a funny story, we'll leave for next time. I remember throwing up. I remember one of their girlfriends, fucking bitch. They're not together anymore, so I can say that. I think. And she goes, 
why the fuck are y'all helping him? That's on his fault. And he's like, babe, like, we're, that's our friend. Like, he would help us, whatever. Say, like, how the fuck do you know? Well, let's go back and forth. And I'm like, I can't see. I have no senses, but just hearing. And I'm, it's like, like peanuts. And yep, that was the most hungover I think I've been. Top three easily the next day. It was bad, bad. Top three. I think I got a pretty funny story. Mm-hmm. You want to hear it? You, I, hopefully, the viewers want to hear it. I'm sure you guys have. Mm-hmm. We have 68 minutes. How long is the story? I love you, but how long is the story? Six days. Okay, perfect. Six days. So just strap in everybody for a week, and uh, I got you covered. So short story, long, short story long. Um, <laughs> my uh, me and my friend are selling weed whenever we were like 15 years old in high school, uh, 16 actually. And uh, this guy like runs off with like an ounce and jumps in a car and starts driving down Air Depot South, right past the police station. Mm-hmm. My friends chasing him. They're blowing red lights. And uh, the the construction brings it to a one way going and coming in uh, where I was headed driving. My friend calls me and I was actually going down the road the opposite way of them. And uh, he and there was traffic backed up on a red light. And he was like, hey, we're coming down, blah, blah, blah. Uh, you know, try to block them off so we can get our shit back. So I I know exactly where they're, they're coming straight towards me. So I start driving in the oncoming lane and a little Ford Taurus and uh they were driving straight towards me and their eyes just like widened. I mean, like, yeah. you can see the whites and they're like, who is this fucking dude? And they're like slam on their brakes. And I hit their car with my car and I jump out of my little Ford Taurus and I run on the hood of their car. I don't know why. And I start stomping in their windshield. Like, you know, there's cars to the right of me parked, staring at me doing this. Over this was like the right me. car though? Yeah, this was the right car. <laughs> <Send some random. laughs> it was the right car, dude. It was the, I, I, yeah, it was the right car. My okay. friend's right behind him, and he's pushed in behind him, so he can't go anywhere. And I'm stomping on his windshield. My friend comes around the corner, busts in the window, grabs the sack out of the middle console somehow, and rips it open and spreads weed all over their car. And, and uh, they end up, like, popping the curb and pushing through my car and getting around. And, uh, like, 12 cop cars surrounded me, bro. <laughs> the funny part of the story is... The cops are all questioning me. I'm sober as a lick. I'm not high at this time in my life. And because uh, you can't, so at this time, I was thought I was real gangster. Can't smoke your own supply. You know, 16 year olds watching like When It Rains and Pours by 50 Cent, you know, listening to all this gangster music. <laughs> but uh, 12 cops, yeah, dude, 12 <laughs> cops around me and they're like, <laughs> they're questioning me. They're like, why'd you do that? Blah, blah, blah. We have all these eyewitnesses. And I get out and uh, in my car and I start talking to them. They put me in handcuffs and I was like, look, guys. I saw the guys running the red lights and I thought it would be better to stop them both until you guys got here. So I thought what better way to, to disable the vehicle than to stop them from seeing out the windshield. So I thought if I stomp in their windshield, just in case they get out of the situation that you guys would be able to catch them down the road. And they ended up catching him with all the weed on in his car, uh, right down the street, parked in a parking lot, trying to pick it all up. My friend Garrett left. He was like, I'm just done with this. Larson's too fucking crazy. He's got the cops called on all of us. And, uh, and the cops actually gave me a certification of civil justice because I put my own life at risk to stop a crime. <laughs> Commit one, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was, I was, and all the people on the street were like, uh, after the cops unhandcuffed me and stuff, we uh, th- there was like a hearing to give me the certification. Like there was people that were there. They were like clapping for me as I was walking on stage or to the podium <laughs> to get this fucking certification. And I was really like not doing, I just completely lied to these complete police officers and, and fooled everybody. It's Is there crazy. statute of limitations on this, you think? Or 
<laughs> I don't know. It was it was a crazy situation because they gave me I was 16, you know, like I just thought, you know, uh, this is, this is I, all hypothetical, right? Like in that no, book you're writing. No, this is completely true story. Oh, my God. I'm trying to give you now. No. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's it's all hypothetical. And it, it, it was uh, this is not a true story. Uh, what Catch really surprised. Yeah, I actually did stop him out of civil justice, just trying to help the people out and protect them from being a car wreck. You know, I was trying to. Yeah. Yeah. Don't post this now. I forget. <laughs> They'll be knocking at my door in 15 minutes. Dog. I'm I'm screwed. Yeah, they're tapping in right now. They're actually yeah. Nice. yeah, that's them. They, you just got two new. <laughs> Hands up. Hands up. <laughs> Dude, that'd be creepy as hell. How many people are actually listening, dude? Man, oh, it's not live. It's like, uh, it's like I'm gonna post it and then people will listen. Bro, they're not gonna listen. They're gonna say an hour long, bro. There's no way this is fucking. No, it's just an hour and twelve minutes and thirty four seconds. <laughs> <laughs> dude, I'm sorry. I tell you, you're gonna have to cut that last story out. You're just gonna have to cut half of it out. Okay, I'll, I'll fuck with it and then I'll send you what what it, what it sounds like. But this is all hypothetical, so nothing can really happen. Yeah, either. all this is false stories. This, no, none of this stuff it's pure fiction. Pure fiction. This is a book I'm writing. Uh, go at me a true story, mm-hmm. you know, Larson by by Larson Whitney. Even though it's a fiction, I just named it true story because why not? Yeah, that's true. I do like that. Well, no, uh, actually, the the title is no cap. No cap. No cap. All crap because it's lies. Yeah. Mm, no like cap, that. all crap. No cap, all crap. I like that. So, do you have any uh, anything you want to say before you head out, Jake? I'm gonna yes. second Jake when I see you, dude. You're a good guy. Sorry, for, thanks for being patient with me today. I know I was bullshitting all day, and I just my ADD was getting the better of me, and that that bitch was fucking me up. But I love you, and I will see you soon. I love you harder. Peace <laughs> out. Later, man.